Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee emphasized the experience of Christ as life and the practical oneness of the believers. He was unbending in his conviction that God's goal is not narrow sectarianism, but the body of Christ. Through his messages in these life studies, he stressed the importance for us to grow in life and to function as Christians so that the body can build itself up. We're happy to bring you recorded portions from his ministry today, along with some of our own thoughts. And we welcome your comments and questions. You can reach us toll-free at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Now let's join today's program. Metaphors play an important role in Scripture. Webster says that a metaphor is the use of one set of words to describe or illustrate a similar point. John uses the technique when he speaks of Jesus approaching in the gospel, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Surely he wasn't saying that Jesus was a literal lamb, but the metaphor or picture gives us a much richer and clearer understanding. The Apostle Paul was also very fond of metaphors, particularly when conveying his deepest thoughts and teachings. We see their use extensively in 2 Corinthians. For example, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, he says, But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in the Christ. Here, the metaphor is the triumphant procession of captured and vanquished foes after a Roman battle. And Paul says that we, the believers, have become such vanquished ones in the train of the victorious Christ. Now we come to another marvelous metaphor in the very next chapter. Chapter 3 of 2 Corinthians begins this way. Are we beginning again to commend ourselves, or do we need, as some do, letters of commendation to you or from you? You are our letter, inscribed in our hearts, known and read by all men. Since you are being manifested that you are a letter of Christ, ministered by us, inscribed not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tablets of stone, but in tablets of hearts of flesh. Living Letters of Christ. This is our topic today. Ed Marks is here with us for a marvelous portion. Ed, good to have you back. Chris, it's good to be here, and I really appreciated your introduction about Paul's use of metaphors. And we pointed out in previous programs, Chris, that Second Corinthians really is an autobiography of the Apostle Paul. What we see here is an autobiography of a person in the Spirit right. who ministered Christ as the Spirit into people to make them letters of Christ. What a picture this is. As you know, of course, our listeners didn't hear us pray before the broadcast, but we were even praying that as Brother Lee fellowships and we fellowship together, that there'd be a dispensing of the spirit of the living God as the heavenly ink going on yes. into our listeners. Right. You know, that we would become more the letters of Christ. And, Chris, i just like to mention, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. I mean, when you consider this here, what does the Lord want to do with us believers? He wants to make us his letters. 
so that people can read Christ in us, so that they can know Christ in us. And for this to happen, we need some divine and mystical ink dispensed into our being. And this ink is the spirit of the living God. And we'll hear brotherly fellowship about this. I believe these messages on St. Corinthians can be really life-changing messages for us. They change uh, not only our understanding of the Bible in many ways, but they change our approach and understanding of you know, the, the essence of the Christian life. And I think that's really where we're at today. The language in these verses is so experiential, it's so divine, and it contains so much light and revelation. Ed, I just was marveling at Paul's word here as I was reading the verse myself. He says, you are our letter inscribed in our hearts, known and read by all men. Isn't that something? That all men will see Christ out of the lives, out of the expression that comes from these believers that receive this kind of ministry. This is tremendous. Let's join Witness Lee with the first portion today. Paul was a wonderful writer. Firstly, Paul gives us a picture of the ministry's strength and effect. Now, he shows us what function this ministry has. In other words, what can work this ministry does? Verse 2, you are our letter, inscribed in our hearts. Not a letter outside of us, but a letter inscribed in our hearts. In our hearts, yet known and read by all men. Then, verse 3 says, being manifest that you are a letter of Christ. Firstly, in verse 2, Paul says, our letter. That means the Corinthians are a letter of the apostles. Then secondly, verse 3, it says, you are a letter of Christ. It seems that these are two kinds of letters. Actually, it is not two kinds of letters. Because you are a letter of Christ. Right. So you are our letter. You see? Ministered by us. Inscribed not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. Not in tablets of stone, but in fleshly tablets of the heart. You have to notice that in verse 2, it says, inscribed in our hearts. Right. In verse 3, it says, inscribed in the heart. Whose heart? No doubt, in the heart of the Corinthian believers. So two hearts. One's denoting the hearts of the apostles. The other time, denoting the heart of the believers. The same letter is inscribed in the heart of two peoples. Ed, we opened the program today referring back to chapter 2, verse 14, another metaphor that we looked at on Friday. But there's a real connection, isn't there, between these two, bringing these two metaphors together at the end of chapter 2 and the beginning of chapter 3. Chris, there really is a connection, I think, that will help all of us in our experience of Christ. Uh, Chris, as you pointed out in the introduction, the first metaphor that Paul uses to describe 
himself and his co-workers in their ministry is that they are in a triumphal procession, Mm -hmm. that they have been captured by Christ. He uses this picture of a Roman general who conquers the captives and leads all these captives in a triumphal procession. Well, we used to be Satan's captives, but Christ defeated Satan on the cross. He resurrected. He ascended. And then now we're in his triumphal procession. He's our general, and he's captured us. But, Chris, here's the thing. In our experience, we need to be Christ's captives also. This is the fact. We are his captives. But, Chris, if we can just pray this prayer, this has helped me so much to say, Lord, make me your captive. Never let me win. Defeat me all the time. Wow. You see, we need the Lord to defeat us. Many times we're struggling with the Lord. The Lord wants us to do one thing. We want to do another thing. And we like to make the Lord our captive. But if we can pray, Lord, conquer me. Make me your captive. Never let me win. Defeat me in everything. That's when we're the real winners. It's like a paradox. But, Chris, when we pray this prayer, then the issue of this is that we become the best writing paper for Christ to write uh-huh. himself on our being. As captives. You see? As, captives. As captives, yeah. yeah. It's the captives that can become the letters of Christ. And then, as Brother Lee said, it's amazing. Paul says, you are our letter inscribed in our hearts. And then he tells the Corinthians, you are a letter of Christ. So whose letter are, are we? Yeah, yeah, so you've got you've got two copies of the same letter here, <laughs> which we'll see later. You yes. know, Brother Lee will share later what this means. But I thought it would help our listeners to connect these two metaphors and really have a simple prayer. Lord, make me your captive. Conquer me in everything. Well, that's a tremendous linkage. I think it's really practical and helpful because only in that kind of state, having been conquered experientially as well as factually, of course, we all have been once we receive Christ, as you pointed out. But day by day are we his captives. Day moment by moment have we been defeated and conquered by him. And that's what really qualifies us to become the paper that this letter can be inscribed on. In this coming portion, Witness Lee begins with a comment, something like, the work of the ministry is to produce letters, but not to do uh, some kind of work. Let's join him for this portion. The function of the New Covenant ministry is not to do a work, it is to write letters. This is the function. The function is to write letters. This is, of course, a figure of speech, another metaphor. Paul you know, in his deeper teachings, he has such a good habit in using metaphor. In verse 14 of chapter 2, he used two metaphors. One is the captive in the triumphal possession, and the other is the bearer, right? Now here, he uses again a metaphor. That is to write letters, not with the ink, but with the spirit of the living God. That means with the spirit that gives life. When I was young, I thought the writer was the Holy Spirit, but actually Paul, the minister, was the writer, and the ink what is the ink? 
the life-giving spirit, the spirit of the living God, is the very essence with which the latter is written. The apostles, their ministry is to write letters with the essence of the life-giving spirit as the writing ink. The more I write on the paper, the more ink is painted on the paper. The writing is a painting, and the life-giving spirit is the paint. Well, this is crucial. We all have to see this. Ed, let's talk about that. If the real work of the New Testament ministry is to produce letters with this divine ink, talk about this process. Yeah, Chris, this is just so marvelous to see that the function of the ministry of the New Testament is to write letters of Christ. Chris, what this shows, you know, like Brother Lee pointed out, the ink is the spirit of the living God. Right. And we need to be the writers. Even you could say we need to be the pen, the instrument that in our oneness with the Lord, that he can use us to write himself on the people's being. Chris, if we're going to be such instruments, we need to be filled with the Spirit. You know, every day, I would just like to encourage our listeners, spend some time to fellowship with the Lord, to have some personal fellowship with him. And Chris, many times when we come to the Lord and we say, Lord Jesus, I love you, I open my whole being to you, he'll shine on us and he'll show us things you know, sins or mistakes or failures. And when we confess these to him, when we say, Lord, forgive me for my attitude toward my wife or forgive me for thinking these thoughts, and Lord, I just want to have a clear sky. I don't want there to be anything between you and I. You know, as we confess our sins, he forgives us of our sins. He washes us in the blood, and we get filled with the Spirit as we empty all that junk out of our being. We get filled with him as the Spirit. This is one way to be filled with the Spirit. It's not like there's a way, but confession is a way. Sure. And then we should be in the Word every day. Read something of the Bible every day. And even make the verses in the Bible your prayer. Like, Chris, I just have to testify, even this verse we're covering, I've enjoyed praying this to the Lord. You know, Lord, make me a letter of Christ. Right. I want to be inscribed. Lord, inscribe me with the Spirit of the living God. And when I speak to people, I like to minister you as the Spirit into them, not just dead doctrine. That's right. You know, we, we, we treasure the Word, but the Word is living. And this, this, it's filled with this person that we love, who is the life-giving Spirit. And so, Chris, I, I think uh, the thing I would stress to our listeners is just we want to be filled with the Spirit. See, even as you're listening, right. when we're listening to the Word, we say, Lord, Write on me. Fill me with the Spirit. Mm. And then when we're fellowshipping with others, we say, Lord, I want you to flow out as the Spirit out of my being so that you can write yourself into people. This is the Christian life. This is what builds up the body of Christ. Wow. Ah, Ed, I could just uh, stay right here uh, in this program and this fellowship. is so marvelous to see what a minister really is, what the New Testament ministry is. It's to produce 
these kinds of letters. And now you've given us some practical steps whereby we can be in this experience day by day, being filled and actually ourselves becoming the instruments that the Lord can use to help write himself into others. This is a revolutionizing uh, view of what the New Testament ministry is all about. Chris, it is. And I would just like to add, Chris, when you consider this, you realize what is the body of Christ? The body of Christ is a letter of Christ. And eventually the consummate letter of Christ is the New Jerusalem. That's us as the bride of Christ, the wife of Christ. So that's how the Bible ends, with a consummate letter of Christ expressing Christ to the whole universe through God's people. And in our final portion today, Witnessley is going to connect what we've been uh, enjoying here in Second Corinthians chapter 3 to a passage in Ephesians that we've spoken of many times in this program before. And that passage is in chapter 3 of Ephesians. But as the ink hits the page when a letter is being produced, there's a kind of absorption of that ink into the fiber of the page. And that is picked up in this portion in Ephesians 3. Verses 16 and 17, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit into the inner man that Christ may make his home in your hearts through faith. Maybe our listeners don't see the connection, but I think uh, the portion we're about to hear from Witness Lee will make it very clear. Firstly, the very Christ as the life-giving spirit is ministered into the believer's spirit. That means Christ is written in the spirit of the believers. Then, by further ministry, Christ is spreading from our spirit into our mind, into our emotion, into our will. So, this means Christ is written into every part, every avenue of our inward being. According to Ephesians 3, this is Christ making his home in our heart. Christ making his home in the heart equals what? Equals the writing of Christ into our inner being. Then this kind of writing eventually makes this person a living letter of Christ. Whatever this person expresses, whatever this person speaks, that is a living letter for you to read. All the believers should be such letters. This is here. Verse 3 is here. Then how come this letter is also inscribed in the minister's heart? This is hard to explain. You think about it. Questions like these could only be understood and answered by your experience. Without experience, you just don't know what is this. Well, Paul was ministering Christ into the Corinthians with the life-giving spirit as the inking substance. Well, he was writing this. The very same thing was written on his heart. 
So, the same one writing, at the same time, produces two copies. This is why you become the letter of Christ, and this letter of Christ is also within the writer, the apostle. The same writing produces two original copies. This is very meaningful. That means whatever the apostles ministered is not a superficial thing. It is something weighty. It's something full of spiritual weight. So the apostles assured the Corinthians that they could never be forgotten by the apostles because they are written on the apostles' heart. This is too, too subjective. And this is one of those deep points, as he said, without some experience, very hard to understand this, but help us with it to the degree that you have experienced this. Well, Chris, I believe this does match all of our experience. I'm just so glad that we have some ministry of the word to open it up to us. Chris, in verse 2, you know, Paul says, you are our letter inscribed in our hearts. Right. Then he says, you are a letter of Christ, and we inscribe the spirit of the living God into your heart to make you a letter of Christ. It's seemingly there are two letters here. But what is going on is this, Chris. This is absolutely wonderful, and this matches our experience. When you minister Christ as the spirit into someone, while you're ministering Christ as the spirit of the living God into that person, Christ as the spirit, the same Christ as the spirit of the living God is being ministered into you. Wow. So there's two original copies of the same letter written. And what is this letter? A letter of Christ expressing Christ. Chris, just consider, I would like our listeners to consider, if you preach the gospel to someone and someone gets saved, I know you and I can remember the first person we preached the gospel to. I could never forget that person. Mm-hmm. And that person could never forget me. I haven't seen that person in years. But if I saw him, he would say, Brother Ed. You know, we would be ecstatic. Why? Because by the Lord's mercy, Christ flowed out of me into him. Christ was written into his spirit, right? And that same Christ was written into me. And he was written into me with that Christ. So he's in my heart. Forever. Forever. And I'm in his heart. Wow. I mean, so this is the New Testament ministry. And Chris, it's not just the initial salvation. Whenever we minister Christ to one another, that same Christ is ministered into us. And the believers that we minister to, they become our letter inscribed in our hearts. And they also become a letter of Christ for people to read and know Christ in their being. Isn't this great? Oh, boy, this is wonderful, Ed. And, Chris, this is why, you know, of course, Brother Lee is sharing here, and you and I knew him personally, and, you know, we don't want to over-exalt anybody. But you and I, because we knew him personally, we love him, we could never forget him. Right. Because he ministered Christ into us. That's right. And we need to do this. We need to minister Christ into people and stir them up to love Christ, pursue Christ, gain Christ. Then Christ makes his home in their heart, just like Ephesians 3 talks about. This is just great, and I hope our listeners would uh, would get the printed message too, yeah. Chris. It's just, there's just so much here. 
we have the printed life study messages that we mention each day. It's a two-volume set for Second Corinthians. And I think the listeners by now, if they've heard any of these programs, they'd have to be enjoying this fellowship, being nourished and uh, cherished and shepherded by this kind of speaking and this ministry. So we hope you'll take advantage of that. And for that and anything else you'd like to convey to us, you can reach us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY or 888-543-3788. You can write to us, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or send email to radio at lsm.org. And Ed, I've been written on today. How about you? Oh, I have, Chris. This is a real treat for me to be here with you on these broadcasts. I'm looking forward to our next session together. Likewise, Ed. Thanks so much for being here today. And for Ed Marks, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. If you'd like to read the works of Witness Lee and Watchman Nee, just visit our website, ministrybooks.org. From there, you'll find over 600 complete titles available to read online, free of charge. Witness Lee's ministry stood squarely on the shoulders of his mentor and co-worker, Watchman Nee, as well as those of countless ministers of the New Testament throughout the ages. The riches contained in his life study of the Bible represent the top, the cream of his 70-plus years of ministry and range in topic from lessons for new believers to commentary and exposition on passages from every book of the Bible. But they all contain practical and deeper truths about the Christian life. Again, this wonderful online resource is available to you free of charge at ministrybooks.org. If you have questions or comments about this ministry, or the program you heard today, email us, radio at lsm.org, or call us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Thanks for listening today.